everyone. Welcome to another episode of We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Wehrma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyon. And we are so hashtag blessed to have a special guest with us here today by the name of Sarah Effinger. Hi. <laughs> That's how you get so introduced. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I walk into Whole Foods and everyone applauds. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they get a little old, but like, whatever. Trader Joe himself comes and greets me when I walk into yeah. Trader Joe's. Trader Jose. We have Trader Giotto. <laughs> yeah, Trader Giotto and Jose. The whole gang. So, Sarah, tell us yeah. about yourself. Who are you? Because I truly have no idea right. who you are. Right. Um, I and- wandered in off the street. <laughs> and what do you do? How did you get here? I am a writer's assistant on a new network. Netflix show. I worked with two of three of the women in this room. Woo! <laughs> As she um, eyes the third I for future it. prospects. You're next. <laughs> I feel like I'm the odd one out in this <laughs> situation. In the like, how many degrees of Sarah Effinger? Mm-hmm. Like, soon I'll corner you in the office oh. kitchen. <laughs> like, what did you think about that? Working hard or hardly working? <laughs> uh, working for the weekend, am I right? <laughs> Yeah. Wait, what else do we need to know about Who are you? What do you do? Okay, you answered that. She's Fine. a funny writer. Yeah, she's a yeah. Like, yeah, She's got jokes. Check out Insatiable. I don't know when it's coming out. <laughs> it's Netflix. Netflix can do whatever Sometime they want. next year. Coming summer. out in the future. So who was the first woman you remember seeing on TV? Sesame Street. Like, Maria? Mm. Who's Okay, who's Maria on Sesame Street? She was the Latino one. Oh, was like Yeah. Maria she from was the Sound of Music. very, like, maternal. Oh. She was, like, the human who hung out with all the puppets. Right. There was a few women on Sesame Street that were all like very maternal and then there was like the young one who yeah I was very like I was like she's so cool I want to be her and uh yeah uh what shows or characters would you say are most in line with your comedic sensibility I guess like Veep is like the first thing that comes to mind we're huge fans of Julia Louis-Dreyfus here I think it's that thing of like you think that you're like the hero and then like but from the outside everyone's just like oh my god you're the (laughs) yeah i think i have that uh like i like think that i'm amy but then it's like no like before you know it you're just gonna be selena and you're just gonna be like everyone's enemy and you're making stupid decisions because your hot muslim boyfriend wants you to oh my god he's so hot hot. i am so into him and then she's like wait are we waking up because i'm old (laughs) (laughs) These are important questions. Yeah, yeah. I just want my own Danny again. That's I was going to say saying. this because she has been talking about She's like, I need a date of Danny again. Either Danny again or Steven Weber. <laughs> Those are my two ideal men right now. Do you have a vision board? I do. So what is your relationship to I Love Lucy besides having three friends who work on an I Love Lucy Ooh. podcast? Um, have you watched any episodes before? This is a multi-part question. Okay. So I want you to answer all of them, unlike okay. some politicians or communications directors okay. who only answer one part of okay. the question so what is your relationship to i love lucy <gasps> have you watched any episodes how many we need an exact number sure oh. when if you've seen it before what's your first impression this is this is a very long multiple <laughs> yeah i watched it a lot because i was homesick a lot and so <laughs> your immune system hasn't changed nope. <laughs> so were you uh, homesick or were you homesick it was both oh <laughs> honey i've definitely seen all of it because it would be on blocks it'll be on tv when i like have to clean my apartment it's very soothing it has that rhythm mm-hmm. and you're like and you hear that music turn on and you're like okay cool like what did i accomplish in those last 28 minutes yeah. i definitely have like grown with appreciation of it and then to the point of like being like what the mm. this show is mm. 
cute yeah. and then be like no it's great it's amazing like <laughs> yeah. it's fine That's we like go like that too every episode yeah. of this yeah. podcast yeah. 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 Roller coaster. Yeah. the highs are high and the lows are low I know even with like in an episode I'm yeah. like well mm, you Ricky <laughs> like, and like Fred don't even get me yeah. started <laughs> yeah I'm a fan she I'm loves fan. Lucy guys I'm we have girl. a true fan on our hands I'm a fan girl I'm glad you have a lot of knowledge of the show because yeah. this next question is very important it's like our version of like what Hogwarts house would you be in uh huh what character do you identify with most are you a Fred a Lucy an Ethel or a Ricky it's our sort I mean okay so I was thinking about it and the you know that thing I don't know if you guys have heard this theory that Gilligan's Island is based on the seven deadly sins oh well it's not necessarily but that's like a fan theory Marianne is like envy oh um Ginger's lust Gilligan might be Satan (laughs) (laughs) yeah I feel like in any day you can be anyone but I mean like obviously I'm not Fred Somebody was like, I'm a Fred. If you identify as a Fred, will you please reach out to us? Because we would love to have a Fred on the podcast. Please raise yeah, your hand. We need a Fred on the podcast. Like a strong yeah. female Fred. Yeah. Who yeah. Just like likes to ruin everyone's day. And also wears really high waisted pants. Yeah. Maybe I'm Fred. <gasps> I wear really high waisted jeans. Fred loves a romper. <laughs> a romp him. A romp him. I'm wearing a romper right now. Are you guys reading the Neapolitan books? Oh, my brilliant friend. Yeah, my brilliant friend. No, but I've heard of them. Okay, well, it's like two friends that are just like constantly envious of each other for different reasons. And you're like, oh, you guys, you're kind of the same. So in that, I would say I'm a Lucy to some. I'm an Ethel to some, you know? And mm. I don't, I can't. Box Do you feel more comfortable being an Ethel or a Lucy? Oh, an, an Ethel for sure, because, like, there's no stakes. <laughs> <laughs> being Ethel is a low-stakes life. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, being Ethel is just, like, being someone's number one fan, and you're just like, you got this, girl. But then it's, like, being Lucy is, whoa, now I'm on stage performing against Harpo Marx, and, like, and How did this happen? everything's on fire, and it's amazing. And, like, <laughs> Ethel's just, like... Everything's just exactly the same as it was last week. <laughs> Fred's here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> oh my god, wait. I just have an image of if it weren't Vivian Dance or if yeah. they had done a reboot in the 70s, 80s, like Madeline Kahn <gasps> as oh, yeah. Apple, where I'm just imagining her being like flames. Flames on the side of my face. <laughs> or it's like she's like low key imploding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ethel yeah. is kind of dying inside, yeah. but like never going to say. Yeah, it. yeah. And she's just like, if for one goddamn second you can stop stealing my thunder like nothing good happens to Ethel but nothing terrible bad like it's the same stasis of like I'm in a shitty marriage but like whatever it's fine I'm alive yeah she's never gonna win she's never gonna win she's never gonna lose She's never gonna win. She's but like Sisyphus. Like, she's she is, she is pushing that Fred up, up a wheel. Oh my god. Fred is her rock. <laughs> rock. In, in, not in the good way. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on modern television? How do you think women are being depicted today? And do you think it's different than in Lucy's time? I mean, I think like there's just more television now. It's the same thing, like we're there's still making Kevin Can Wait and like <laughs> and like Last Man Standing got like went on for however long and had people fighting for it as a political show (laughs) i don't know i think it's i think what's great is complicated women not necessarily strong but like it's just like oh like crazy women or like emotionally unstable women or like unhealthy women and just like making those characters having female anti-heroes and having female characters that are making bad decisions is like that's what I relate to because I'm a female character that makes bad decisions. (laughs) So you're saying like TV where it's like you can have a Lucy Ethel combo. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Without being put in. We're like, yeah, you don't need that perfect. Yeah. I want to get to a world where we have a female Fred on television. <laughs> Frederica. <laughs> what would that look like? Well, if you have any ideas, yeah. think about them I now. I think the character would have to be deeply unhappy, right? Yeah. You've decided Fred's unhappy. Yeah, yeah, she's very curmudgeonly. Do you yeah. think that Fred is closeted? Oh, and and he's in love that, with Ricky? That's, that's, that's a Molly long theory, long, yeah. Long-running theory. Yeah. I don't disagree. Because the way he is just so game to do anything he says is almost very, it's very similar to the way Ethel is very game to do anything Lucy says. Yeah. But, but, like, there was an actual episode where it was like, I guess I'm going to go stay at the YMCA. <laughs> like, I think Fred has a whole other life mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he's simply sublimating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving into the apartment building is the best thing that ever happened to him. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just really don't know what gets him up in the morning, you know? Yeah. Like, seeing Ricky. Ricky. I think, yeah. He's, like, just seeing Ricky? Potentially, so. yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just, like, always hating on Ethel so much. And, like, I bet Ricky's, like, the first person he met from another country. It's very exciting. Very exciting. Or Fred, like, served in the military, and then Ricky he reminds did. him of all of the, like, all the things he saw. <laughs> I like that. Brings me back. I want yeah. you to write, like, just, like, a spinoff of Fred. <laughs> yeah, starting in Fred's military days. You did serve in the military. Yeah. Wait, but so back to the fan fiction, though. If yeah. you were to reboot the show, oh, what would be your modern pitch for an Isle of Lucy reboot? It can involve any characters, any time period, doing whatever. It doesn't have to be all four of them. You okay. can write, you could be a Fred spinoff. Yeah, so it takes place in the 80s, just to keep the stakes, like the same where you can't get in touch with anyone and I think that you have to but it has to be like told through flashbacks of how Ethel kills her husband and why she was justified in it and you just see like how he's like worse and worse every time and like and you're just like oh wow he's like an asshole yeah but it's still a comedy (laughs) let's be clear yeah like you know like Big Little Lies meets like it's like that was not a comedy (laughs) Orange is the New Black yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and then it's like flesh forward and they're all in prison or something. I don't know. <laughs> all of the comedy of Big Little Lies. <laughs> what do you wish you saw more of in terms of women on TV or less of? I mean, I think we're at a good time where it's just we are showing just more complicated women and I think the more complicated the better. I don't really care if they're good or bad or heroes or not. I think it's awesome when we have heroes but I also think let's see like female villains but let's have so many that we're not immediately going to the place where it's like oh because she's a woman with Wonder Woman if you hadn't seen it you're like why is the villain female and then it's like oh that this is about how women can't get along with each other da, da, da. but then you, you see the movie and then you're like no it's not but yeah <laughs> but I think that's like that's not why World War One happened? No. Okay. Because women fight. Because women <laughs> just can't get along <laughs> I like how competitive women are with each other to an extent like I don't think it's healthy and I think it comes out of like internalized misogyny but I do think that like it is such an interesting trope that we're more competitive with each other than men are with each other and like I think if you just see more of it it won't be so negative like right. you know in terms of just like oh, why has it got to be the woman that does that just let's just see more normalizing it yeah the Beguiled was one of the great things about The Beguiled. <sighs> the Beguiled. The best comedy of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it was really it was a farce? I would say it was a rampage of a farce. <laughs> um, what, a, what a fun summer romp. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Civil War comedy, am I right? <laughs> just, like, the casting was just so good. Yeah. Um, I wish it hadn't been, like, the whitest Civil War movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and basically yeah. just like, what happens when you put a bunch of women together? 
And they are calling all the shots. Mm -hmm. And, like, what do they do to each other? What happens? Yeah. In a starved male environment where, like, all the men just, like, had a really horrible war. It was, like, a very women competing with each other. And it was, like, it was hilarious because every woman recognized themselves in it. Of just being like, oh, yeah. And I know that girl. That girl's a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, oh, I've been that girl. (laughs) So today we're going to discuss redecorating. It aired November 24th, 1952. Thanksgiving. Yeah, I think it would have been Thanksgiving week, at least. Yeah. Why watch football when you can watch I Love Lucy? They didn't really take breaks the same way that they do now. Like, we recapped an episode that aired on, like, New Year's Eve. Because that just happened to be the schedule. So, what happens in this episode? Lucy and Ethel are both sick of their furniture, so they enter a contest where the grand prize is five rooms of new furniture. That's the entire synopsis. You know what I have a problem with? (laughs) Watch it. Write it. Sarah's time to talk. (laughs) I will say... Why five rooms? One. Mm-hmm. Two, they only have two rooms. They have mm-hmm. a living room. They have a kitchen. Yeah. All right. Three rooms. They have a living room and a kitchen and a bedroom. Why was it not in the beginning? Because they're like, oh, we entered this contest and we're going to split it no matter what. Yeah. See, that's the problem with Lucy where she's never sharing the wall. No. And yeah. that's an issue that we talk about a lot. Like, she and Ethel can be really, really good friends, but then there are times where she really treats Ethel poorly. Yeah. And, like, Ethel, like, it's like a weird, like, class thing. Ethel will always be, like, kind of broke and Ricky is always like, okay, like, I can pay for that. What? I got us tickets to Rogers and Hammerstein. <laughs> Hammerstein or Hammerstein? Who's <laughs> just saying? But they got four tickets to opening night. Opening night. I'm like, all right, we just a casual humble brag from Mr. Right. Ricardo. That, I know a guy. That band leading is a uh, quite uh, lucrative. lucrative. Is that, or is that reciprocity? Yeah, and he's just like he's like I know the owner or I know the band leader of that orchestra. <laughs> I babalooed him, all right. <laughs> Babaloo means whatever you want it to mean, Molly. It sounds sexual <laughs> when you say it. Well, <laughs> I have nothing to say. I like how he's like a low key celeb. Where it's like, oh, you're the guy who sings Babalu. Right. Oh, okay, so he knows who he is. Couldn't Ricky have just been like, I'll get you free tickets to the club? Like, why doesn't Ricky just use that all the time to just be like, oh, do you just want free tickets to, like, apparently what's the best show in town? I think their real life is starting to bleed into the the show life, you know? Like, Babalu is a famous thing that he does, and he's famous because of the show. So then I think the audience buys into it because you're like, oh, we all know who Ricky Ricardo is because of I Love Lucy, the TV show. That's kind of like a Charlie Kaufman adaptation situation. Yeah. <laughs> like what invented Charlie Kaufman. They invented Meta. <laughs> and the rerun. <laughs> well, and I also think that it becomes a thing of like, you're living in this industry and you forget what the real world is like. Mm-hmm. So you just start writing about entertainment and it's just like, it's so different than other things. Mm-hmm. And there are towns where their celebrity isn't a thing. Right. And it's like, let's leave that out of it but like people forget how to do it and they're like okay like what if I'm a teacher but then I'm also a nightclub singer (laughs) well we start off with Ricky with a Luke magazine on his face what is that look magazine I don't know I think it's like an old tabloid I think it's real but I'm like oh so he's reading us weekly like about himself probably (laughs) probably there's any mentioned stars they're just like us it's like the equivalent of Google alerts for (laughs) he's keeping up with the Kardashians yeah yeah whomever else I thought he was wearing this like weird retirement shirt like he looked that he was going to go play golf or was living in Florida, right? I loved it. It's oh, like the casual short sleeve button down that men you, of today wear. And you only see him in suits normally. Yeah, yeah. 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 With huge shoulder pads. Or, a, or like a dress relax. pajama. Yeah. yeah. Or like a nice like smoking jacket. Yeah. Speaking of clothes, Fred comes in with, again, the, the most high-waisted pants. The, the I, this is a, like up to his This is a whole new level. I'm sorry. I think we've hit the deepest. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. 
Truly. Do you think I was like like dark everyone down to and... see like how bad it can get? I am, I am at a loss of wo- for words. It, it can't possibly be comfortable. No. No. He looks like a pear. The, he does. The way he dresses makes him look more like a pear. Yeah. Than, and he already is a pear. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Give yourself the illusion of a waist. Right. And like, He's yeah. leaning into being a pear. Shape. Yeah. Well, I don't know if men's magazines, you know, really instill that into men right. as much as uh, women's uh, magazines do. Uh, you are just you a handsome dude. You can wear whatever you want. <laughs> That's like what magazines tell men. And the ladies are where? They were at a... A home show. At the home show. Which, and they came back looking so elated, I which is that. how personally I feel currently mm-hmm. as I was just at Home Goods yeah, before I came here, <laughs> which always makes me really happy. Uh, so I totally relate to that. Are you a method podcaster? Did you go to Home Goods right before this? To Burbank? No. Do this? But maybe I should start doing that. Who knows what hijinks I'd get into before I see you guys. <laughs> but if I do my own hijinks, no one will get me out of them. Did you so. see J.D. Plus at the Home Goods this No, I did one see J.D. Plus. Oh, right. Pl- you told me yeah. that. Yeah. I have to tell everyone. I only see celebrities at home stores. Fred calls them the Sobsy Twins. Bobsy Twins! Yeah. Woo, we understood a reference for, like, the first time. <laughs> we always look them up and we're like, we don't know what any Modern of this Red. is. Uh, Wasn't it a book series? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, like the, the Hardy Boys, the pre-Sweet Valley High. High. Okay. Were you more of an Elizabeth or a Jessica? Jessica? She's a Jessica. You were Jessica. Wow. 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 (laughs) (laughs) So back to Lucy. Yeah. The girls entered a contest. But they put in a hundred cards. How? Like everyone would do that. That was a bit of a show, don't tell. Like I would have liked to have seen that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm coming, that. Yeah. Them coming back in like different outfits. I feel like there was a version of the script where it was like, let's go, let's start at the home show. Yeah. And they're like, no. We can't do that set. That no. would be difficult. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's just do one set today. Like, they entered to win a contest where they would get five rooms of furniture. Yeah. And they tampered with election policy, which I think is very late breaking and very relevant. <laughs> to the world we live in. Maybe there was no fine print back then. Democracy is not a new concept, Sarah. <laughs> wow, our founding fathers would be so disappointed. Yeah, our founding fathers are furniture contests. Have you guys ever won a contest? I went to a tennis game and I won a copy of um, Mulan. <gasps> so, Wait, what? On VHS. How did any of that tie in together? You know, I don't know. I have only been, I, went, I was in teen travel and I've only been to one tennis game, but it was this... It was a situation where literally they were just, they were giving you free shit at every corner where it would be like, (laughs) you like, they were giving away like free sodas, free pizzas, free, free pads. We used a pad to see how, if it could absorb a whole can of free soda. Could it? Uh, No, it could not. Um, Good to know. Good to know. So they're giving out crappy pads. Yeah. I mean, if you're bleeding a whole can of soda, though. <laughs> and then, we'll talk about this later. Yeah. <laughs> we need a doctor. Um, we'll talk about this later. But there was, there, the contest was like, look under your chair, and if you have a sticker, you won a prize. And I looked under my chair, and I had a fucking sticker. And that's oh. why Mulan is an important movie to me. I don't think I've ever won anything. I always enter, like, the ones on apartment therapy or, like, any of the ones that are like, win a free trip to Cuba. I'm like, who wins these? Because it's never me. Yeah. But I have actually won a couple Instagram contests. No. I Where won... you have to tag people? No. Uh, maybe. So I won a pair of free shoes. I won a bracelet from a uh, jewelry brand that I like. And I won a Coachella swag bag from Racked LA. Tell us about the process of that. So yeah. for the... Co- did you enter 100 times each? 
I made a lot of fake accounts. No, yeah. but I don't remember for the jewelry and the shoes. I think it was just like you like it and you, you know, you follow the two people, you tag someone, whatever. Yeah. And then that's how I won those. But for the one for Racked, it was like you could win a whole Coachella like prize pack or whatever. It was like a bag, a hat, um, jewelry, sunglasses, all kinds of stuff. You had to like write like why you love Coachella or something. <laughs> and I was like, I yeah, can you do. wrote like a five page essay. No, I wrote something really brief, but. I won. So I won based on merit in that wow. situation. Wait, but what do you love about Coachella? I don't remember what my thing was. I don't Is know. It, I think I said it was less about the music and more about the people. Wow. Something really like... Did you have to post that publicly? Yeah, on their Instagram, not on mine. Yeah, I, I would never do the ones where it's like you post it to your own. Because I have a brand. You're yeah. always the kind of person that will call me out on things that I've liked, though. Oh, like, yeah. I would be worried about, uh, about someone looking at my feed and being like, what the f***? did you just write? Good news is I run four Instagram accounts. Oh, one of which is Wheel of Lucy, so <laughs> I have a lot of different ways to do things. Yeah. We should enter Wheel of Lucy in more contests. <laughs> Guys, if you know of any contests, please alert us, because we would love to win. Allison once called me out on following Rima McIntyre. That's <laughs> true, I did. <laughs> like, literally a second after I did it. <laughs> and it just, it, it made sense and it felt right that she followed her. I just wanted her to know that I knew. By the way, she posts amazing things and every day is a joy so. i love it <laughs> she likes to do like gifts of herself and, like of like thank god it's friday y'all oh <laughs> like, i love that was a really great rebound yeah better or worse than diane keaton's instagram on par on par so good awesome. like diane keaton plus reba equals me basically. <laughs> so i'm living for celine dion presently uh, and i feel yeah. seen rushing it yes so they have tickets lucy doesn't want to leave the house so obviously not something that happens today right you put mm-hmm. your cell phone in you don't need to sit by the phone i was just like ricky did something really nice for you i know like you don't really need new furniture calm down also like what kind of contest is this where they're just like we're gonna go on to the next person like yeah and when they send like a letter maybe you have to be home is crazy the note i keep making and i've probably said it countless times on the pod but like the the lack of communication in this amongst this circle of friends like they just no one's a good communicator yeah it's a like it's really disappointing they should go to couples therapy that would be a great episode yeah Quadruple therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they are essentially Couple like a polyamorous. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. They're at the corner store. I love Fred's outdoor hat. Oh, I loved it. He was crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. He looked really dapper. <laughs> it's the corner drugstore. I oh, was bar. wondering. So last oh, was that a drugstore? That was, Apparently, they, but they also serve food. Well, yeah. like, I guess they used to, like. The pharmacy used to be, like. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, and it's a wonderful life when it's, like, the pharmacy slash soda shop slash candy store. Get a malted. I'll take you to the candy shop. Yeah. I'll take you to the soda shop. I'll take you to the soda jerk. I'll take you to the farm. So we have seen the set before. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, Fred ordered a grape juice last time. It was a bear set. It was very bear. Yeah. Uh, But there's a Philip Morris poster. There's got to be. Sponsorship. So he orders a milkshake to get up his courage. That's his courage drink. Treat yourself. He's he's an emotional eater. Yeah. (laughs) He's addicted to sugar. (laughs) The malted gives him like the confidence to get up in the morning. When I'm on a sugar high, I can do anything. Maybe he's like a recovering addict. Yeah. And like, you know, like heroin addicts often turn to sugar when they're yeah, like you're going to explain that on your spinoff. <laughs> I, am, I am. That's part of the reason why Ethel kills him is like his addiction got out of hand. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Ethel's going to kill him in your yeah. spinoff? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you did not mention that before. <laughs> oh, no. no, she didn't. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you just choose to tune that out? I guess. Maybe wow. you just you just see- want the spoiler. I mean, yeah. I just wanted, yeah. I didn't want to get called to testify and <laughs> perjure myself or anything. 
the show will be coming yeah. to you soon on Showtime. Yeah, it's it's dark. It's a dark edgy comedy. Maybe stars. <laughs> Did you notice who Fred ordered the milkshake from? He calls her Hazel, even though she's off screen. And Hazel Pierce, who's Lucy's stand-in, played the soda jerk oh, girl wow. in a previous episode. That's so right. Yeah. They're maintaining continuity, at least. For yeah. Hazel. For Hazel. Always continuity for Hazel. Hazel's important. Oh, I really liked in that exchange where we we saw Ricky sort of punching back with this whole making fun of his accent thing by using it as a way to get out of doing things. Well, like, there not there a thing with where it's like no one can make fun of Ricky's accent except Lucy because, like, otherwise it just feels, like, inorganic and, like, and it's mean. Rude. Yeah, but it's like she can do it because it's like their husband and wife and they love each other and they're like no rules no rules <laughs> Fred right. does it sometimes and he's like it's, it feels very in, like very inappropriate yeah like he me. can make the same joke as Lucy and be like get out of here because <laughs> well, he wants that same level of intimacy he with does, Ricky definitely. that Lucy has yeah in line with our earlier theory mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so Ethel comes upstairs so Fred did something oh yeah uh, he was handy yeah he what a landlord stole electrical cords yeah. <laughs> and strung them together so that Ethel could just wander the building. Who needs a cordless? It's yeah. really sweet it if you think about it. But he, it's also like sweet, but it's also like, oh, is he just like, Ethel, like, I need you to be able to like leave the house. <laughs> like, everything face. he does is actually like a kind of a mm. fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was nice that he was like, I want you to be able to go anywhere. The like, bar's really low, yeah. but still. Like, it's like, I want you to go anywhere, slash, like, this is your leash. <laughs> you have to, like, choose which way you want to take yeah, it. Yeah, 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 for sure. And then the party line? The Please, party line. Someone tell me what a party line is, and how do I get one? It's clearly everyone's having a party on this one Is it line. just, like, is it everyone in the building? Is it just, like, why would you be gossiping on it if anyone could hop on? Party lines are local loop circuits shared by multiple people so they would have been cheaper than like a dedicated phone line so a family plan so it's like yeah like a family plan like so do you go in for the building with lots of people that you know like you you can sign up for that plan i think and then whoever's nearby they'll put you all on the same i think fred is a cheap landlord was like y'all we're just gonna share this but ethel doesn't have one i don't think because she didn't have so it's a luxury that only lucy gets no but i don't think it's a luxury i think it's It's, like a Cheaper it would have been cheaper, yeah. So yeah. Lucy only has a party line; she mm-hmm. doesn't have a regular line. And I think line. Ethel has a dedicated line for herself. Go Ethel! She's winning. I mean, Lars. it might be important as a landlord, like if people want to call you to rent an apartment or yeah. something. And yeah, for business, they provided no privacy, so it, that's real. You pick up a phone, and if someone's yeah. on the phone, you just dropped into their conversation. Yeah, mom. Oh, yeah, it's like when you were growing up. Linda! Linda! Right. I'm on the phone! Why, why? When your mom would just start dialing and you're just like... Remember when you couldn't be on the internet and the phone? Yeah. The women are Margie List and Florence. So yeah, Margie will come back in two more episodes of season two. And Florence will work for Lucy again in 1974 when she plays an old lady on The Lucy Show. My type is playing old lady. <laughs> well, I think she's young here but 74 would have been 20 years from now so she'll be older. lady on phone and old lady those are my types 20 <laughs> years later old lady i've been waiting 20 years to come back here <laughs> okay so they get the ladies off in a funny way lucy sounds talks like them yeah he says oh gotta go and they it's both my doorbell up. yeah which yeah. is hilarious so clever so clever so they get a call that they've won yeah just lucy though just lucy has because won. fred and 
Ricky have decided to lie to them. Right. To get them to get out of the house. I also was thinking that it's kind of like, because it's like they're basically like pranking them, and it's almost like the relationships on like Jackass or like Viva La Bam. Viva La Bam. Well, there's like a YouTube couple, I believe, where it's like the guy is always pranking his girlfriend. I wouldn't, I could never. Yeah. No, but Ricky's not trying to prank Lucy. He's just trying to get her to do what he wants. Yeah. And it always backfires. That's why I don't understand. He even in this episode was like, this is my fault. And it is. It's 100% your fault because you played a prank on her. They think Lucy thinks she's one. So she's like, well, what am I going to do with all this old junk? Right. She sells it all. What do they call it? The second hand man? Second hand man. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Jenkins, which is like. Dan Jenkins was named after Lucy's favorite Hollywood reporter columnist. The thing about Dan Jenkins that I found really funny was the way that he walked in and started talking like he was some guy in a noir. He's like, yeah, 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 sure, okay. Yeah, I was like, what is that affectation he's put on? Yeah. Like, I got it. Oh, we got this over here. See? Yeah. He's like a fast-talking second-hand man. Right? You're lucky I like you. Right? (laughs) Yeah, he is played by Hans Conried. Hans. 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 Hans Conried. Slow hands. Next sweat dripping down our dirty laundry. And she's singing. I love that song. Hans was already in a film with Lucy in 1949 called The Big Street. And Ooh. he'll come back to play a dandy. <laughs> Later this season. Oh, what does that mean? I look forward to that. I don't know. I don't know that we're gonna see it. So she sells everything to him. But does she? Because he doesn't get it. What? This is the this is the gray area. Like she, he gives her the money. Uh huh. She signs a bill of sale, but he doesn't pick up the furniture. Well, so. he's like, she's like, I need to wait until I get my new right. furniture. Like, can you come back tomorrow? Right. The turnover then from getting her new furniture. Yeah, she, she, is, she got no details from the other Yeah, guy. I was going like, to say, she was like, I have no more questions. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Send her a letter that says, like, what she's getting, when she'll be receiving it. This should actually be, like, a process of, like, six to eight weeks. Yeah, I was going to say four <laughs> to six, but you're probably right. I mean, you got to account for, like, shipping, handling. Shipping and handling. <laughs> <laughs> Both shipping and handling. <laughs> you know how long handling takes. Ugh. Yeah, why is she so eager to get rid of it? Because it's not, the new furniture's not here yet. No. It seems like this takes place over the course of, like, six hours. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, just to circle back to the top of the episode, where, like, they talk about that stereotype of, you know how women always want to buy new furniture? Is that a female thing? What I liked is when he was like, oh, she, they're at the home show, she's going to come in with that look on her face of just that nothing is good enough. And then, like, they do, and they come in, and they're like, oh. Nothing is good enough. <laughs> that place gave me hives. And it was like, I think, like, if you went to a home show, Fred, you would also feel intimidated, and mm-hmm. you would also feel like you could do better at a home. Yeah, Hollywood, you need to be better about the women and home show stereotype. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. way too pervasive. Preach. <laughs> Get it, it right. It, it, like, it affects lives. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen that kind of storyline no, so recently. Weird. Home show. It's just like, ladies like to buy stuff. Just well, like, like keeping up with the Joneses. Any redecorating storyline, like maybe Will and Grace a little Seinfeld bit. had a couple because I would remember because they changed that couch a bunch where it was like they had the denim couch for a while. They had a whole episode devoted to like getting rid of this couch. Like we wouldn't understand what would happen if we came back in an episode and they had a new couch. <laughs> well, okay, so I wanna 
say so i read that lucy's pregnant at this point mm-hmm. so oh, interesting the first thing to note about that is she's wearing baggy clothes in both she's wearing the overalls the overalls are super baggy um it was just it was just a way to get her in overalls <laughs> how can you organically get this so i don't have to be pregnant to get into overalls. No, no. <laughs> but also apparently she was tired of the way the set looked. Yeah. Some kind of weird implications online were that she was, like, pregnant and tired of the way the set looked. Like, she was, like, hormonally Cranky tired about it. the set. <laughs> which was weird, but then... She was uh, nesting. Yeah. It was a way for them to freshen the set up yeah. because she was annoyed by it. And yeah. also, they could split the beds up because they're about to announce her pregnancy and CBS and Philip Morris didn't want them sleeping in pushed together beds right before they announce it. Because storks, definitely storks. Uh, like, how could they have gotten pregnant? There's no yeah. bed in the room. Yes, there has Kelly. to be another room because where is little Ricky going to sleep? Well, but where does Ethel come from? That's <laughs> There's like a closet there. What was she doing in there? She was just inhaling all the wallpaper fumes. <laughs> She was trying to get herself rid of Fred. So Lucy decides if she's going to get new furniture, she's got to get new wallpaper. Right. Obviously. And instead of paying paper hangers, which is apparently a job and also apparently (laughs) costs a lot of money. Yeah. Maybe I should be a paper hanger. When they said like, oh, those paper hangers are so expensive, I immediately was like, oh, like a thing that you hang the paper from. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like like it's a job. Right. That's a person. (laughs) No automation can take this job. No. So... We must still have paper hangers, but that's like not what they're called. Guys. I think, yeah, I think you do, like, painting and yes. wallpaper. What are we just Sanding. Wallpaper construction. Wallpapering. Applications. We had yeah. wallpaper yeah. growing up in Did some you? rooms. Yeah, we have wallpaper we had, in had the wallpaper. dining room. When we moved out, I had to take, I had, like, one of my tasks was helping to take down the wallpaper where you, like, score it. And oh. you, like, you rub this, like, score over it. Yeah. And then you, like, rip it off. It was really satisfying. You know what's really difficult? Lining kitchen shelves, like, with the paper. I the, just had to do that uh, um, for my boss. Yeah, I've had to do it for my <laughs> boss recently, hard. too. Yeah. It was a struggle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, I don't need this. I truly <laughs> I don't need this niceness <laughs> in my house. Why do we have them? Why why hiding it to protect it? Like I think from what from what danger from stainings? But then it's like okay, (laughs) but I I like the foamy stuff that you can just cut and like put in. It does it does warm the place up. What house isn't a home until you have a shelf lining? Until you open that drawer and you see that you know yeah those bowls are safe, (laughs) (laughs) safe for another day. So they decide to do it themselves. The only allegory I can make is I've painted my own. Apartment. I mean, I didn't do like an excellent job. Like, there's a part where I went out of the line <laughs> that's still there. In life, you need to color outside the lines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wallpaper now, though, is like self adhesive, and like this mm-hmm. was just like them like gluing it, pasting. And, like, paste. Where does one buy a bucket of paste? I, I can you want to eat some? Paste guy. I got a guy. I got a paste guy. <laughs> she didn't measure properly. No. She just no. like guessed. Which like I do like a lot of like home crafts. I have a loom. I do yeah. the same. I gestured to Allison. And I've gotten in those points of you get so far and then you're just like, I don't want to do this extra step because you're just so tired by that point that you're just like, I'll just masturbate. And then you end up mm-hmm. up your house and you're like, oh, I'm yeah. stupid. I never measure anything. And no. like, and I have multiple holes in my wall to prove that. Can we talk about something very important, which is Ethel's working turban? <laughs> yes. Which I am very into yeah. and would like to start utilizing in my day-to-day crafting yeah. life. Her entire painting outfit was stylish. It was stylish, yeah. yeah. Like, Lucy's in overalls. It yeah. would have been cute for them both to be, but Ethel, like, dressed yeah. for this event. 
And yeah. Lucy was wearing like a baseball cap, but it was Bobby pinned to her hair, and the <laughs> that brim was, was sticking was, straight up. It was like those painter caps that you got at like the, the hardware store. Mm -hmm. like, oh, that all like the like hipster bikers were wearing for a little while. Fun fact: Lucy changed hairdressers. Like this was the first episode with her new hairdresser. Ooh. So her old hairdresser was Bert French, and her new hairdresser's name is Irma Kursky. Irma stayed through the Lucy show and Tears Lucy, so she's Whoa. gonna be with her for lifer. This is our hair now. I noticed that when they held up the wallpaper, like the wallpaper got a laugh. Yeah, <laughs> which seemed weird. I was like. It's a bit yeah. much, but I like wouldn't. I, yeah, it. yeah, I saw that, and I was like, "Wait, what did I miss?" <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe it was like a really garish color or something that we couldn't see with the black mm -hmm. and white. Oh, Wait, interesting. But, uh, maybe, but it, also like I feel like sometimes on that show, Lucy just has the audience in such a high mm -hmm. that like she could do anything, right. and it gets a laugh. I also liked with when they were doing putting the paste on and. There was a moment where, like, Ethel was, like, a conveyor belt for, <laughs> oh, for wallpaper. And I was like, oh, this is, like, harkening back to the chocolate factory. Then Ethel just gets pasted for the next, like, three minutes. I mean, it was a stretch. Like, she was just, like, throwing paste at her yeah. for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and she was mad at Ethel about it. And yes. I was like, you need to calm down, woman. <laughs> Check yourself before you wreck yourself. She was assaulting her with glue. Ethel got roped into this mm -hmm. task. Ethel is heartbroken that she did not win. Which I think is why she's so pissed off. Off at the end when she like comes out of that closet that we didn't know existed and she's just like what <laughs> and she was like I need it off a minute okay? <laughs> she's like I did not ask to be part of this yeah. <laughs> Ricky comes home and he sees all the furniture in the living room and the furniture man shows up Dan Jenkins who's back in the house and now he's haggling with Ricky right yeah. the whole haggling scene I was so excited with Lucy I was like maybe Lucy's gonna be good at it like maybe she'll be and she was terrible at haggling mm -hmm. but then so he takes on Ricky and he, this dude is the biggest creep. He's hitting on Ricky. <laughs> yeah. Blaring clearly. clearly. And then at the end, he's like, adios. I was like, this is, I'm uncomfortable. Was very, I mean, I don't yeah. blame him, but also I didn't need to see it. What did Ricky say in Spanish? It went on for I so know, long. I know, I was trying to listen to it. And then I just like, I don't know. All I heard was like, the money. I'm trying to reteach myself Spanish. I downloaded the Duolingo app the yeah. other day. I've gotten up to third grade. I'm like, that's, <laughs> I peak. <laughs> Much as an I did in life. Tapping <laughs> out in third grade. It goes grade. by grade in the app. It's like percentages. Level yeah. It? yeah it, I started at 35%. I started strong, but then it's like you have to keep retesting yourself. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't want to say this plate is full of potatoes 25 times. So. How else are you going to learn, yeah. Sarah? How else are you going to learn? You know what? My idea for a good Spanish language app is, or any language app, is like, make me laugh. Because, mm -hmm. like, they're not funny. Do you like, want me to do one for yes, you, Sarah? Is that yes, what you're saying? Yes. Okay. No, you're right. That would be great. Like, because it's just like, it just gets really boring. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, I found on Duolingo, some of the sentences that they have you say or translate are so bizarre. Yeah. And I get like uncomfortable. There was one, it was, are you women? <laughs> and I was like, why do I want to come in handy? <laughs> are you women? And I was just like, hmm, okay. <laughs> I've never asked that in English. <laughs> understand when you would use that. Ricky has to pay $3.95 on a $75 sale. I mean, that's so much money. We learned in an yeah. earlier episode that $300 then was $2,700. Yeah. So she just lost them like three grand. He didn't take the furniture. It doesn't make any sense. 
I would have just shoved him out of the apartment and locked the door. Like, I was like, this is like a case for Judge Judy. Like, let's get on it. She signed a contract. No, I don't want to hear it. It's not even worth the paper it's written Exactly. And he's like, I got to charge you for insurance and for for storage. Shipping and handling. Handling handling and shipping. But But it's like, you didn't do any of those things. It's keeping the overhead down. Right. You have no overhead. (laughs) The things haven't left their original place. It's like only the time it took you to have the first conversation with Lucy. Exactly. Like, charge them a $25 Yeah. Fee. Oh, I wanted to talk about, because I forgot, when Lucy's selling the furniture and Ethel's trying to help her, she says... She's right. Many times I've been up here when nobody sat down. <laughs> what? <laughs> they are like, That the couch is so pristine. Yeah. Mid like, condition. We stand around yeah. and look at it. <laughs> but it also was like, what goes on up here? <laughs> You're not helping Ethel. You're just making us sound really fair. She's a team player, though. She's not a Yeah. Also, I really was glad that Lucy leaves Ethel alone for five minutes, and then we come back, and Ethel has literally, like, built Rome in a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yes. Ethel, show them. You don't need Lucy. I mean, it looked insane, and it looked like a fun house, but, yeah. like, it's fun. But I was also, like, I was like, did I miss something? Like, it, were they just, like, high out of their minds and just, like, getting Fumes, man. Up? Yeah. Those paste fumes. Mm, probably did not. Did you ever safe. sniff Elmer's glue? No, Elmer's glue is not toxic. That's what they tell you. <laughs> I mean, trust me, I know which glues are toxic. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact about Sarah is her knowledge of glues. <laughs> Sarah frequents Joanne Fabrics. Yeah, we've had we've had a Joanne trip. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we did. We, we did. did. And we go separately as well. No, yeah. they only go together. They're lying to you. It's just the three of us. Me, Sarah, and Joanne. <laughs> the ultimate throuple. <laughs> Guys, how do you paper over a window? Someone tell me. Like, like, maybe they thought they would cut it out later. With and passion they- and vigor. Yeah. <laughs> Like, just for the joke, they were like, let's forget that a window is a thing. You would have to be high, basically. Yeah. I like this idea that it's the first time we're seeing women get high on television. Like, <laughs> watch out, Broad City. Because I got high. We've been there. Because I got high. And then Ethel locks herself, apparently, in a closet room where she has papered it as well. Yeah. So, did Lucy paper her in? Like, I just, she couldn't have papered it from the I, inside. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. I have no idea. It feels a like something pot. that would have happened on Friends. Totally. There's a, there's some apartment stuff like Joey builds that really long. Oh, the huge like TV, oh, yeah. TV stand, and, and then, then it stays. And he and then like they get robbed. He cuts yeah. his, he cuts he Chandler's cuts the door, door in and half the door does by accident. Fixed. Also, and Monica searches for a light switch right. and pokes all those holes. There's a lot of apartment humor in Friends. So let's yeah. just say because we're on a Friends ripping off Lucy streak, and let's yeah. say that's continuing. Well, and also the the one where they swap apartments, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like of like moving all the furniture, mm-hmm. and like that has that whole convention of like women having nicer apartments because women care. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we can't live there; it's gross. And it's also, not. I think it was to get their guy's apartment nicer to get rid of the carpet, so that yeah. they could. And then when they moved back in, it was like a slightly nicer apartment. Right. Yeah. Some people just don't acknowledge that. Like there are a lot of sitcoms where the apartment set changes between seasons and you right. don't even you don't care <laughs> wait so we didn't talk about how at the end she actually won Fred lost his nerve Fred lost his nerve because that milkshake was not strong enough <laughs> Fred milkshake brings all the Freds to the phone um the hero of this episode is Fred's cowardice like, yeah yeah uh, so yet much. again because I'm sure that that's what's leading him all the time not the first time nor the last <laughs> nope no. Nope. Um, but so now I'm curious next episode we watch is there different furniture there's gonna be I really want there to be a tag where Lucy is like, you know what, Fred? 
I'm gonna give you a room of furniture because you not lying to me like save the day. Right. The greatest gift of all. Like, because she has an extra two rooms. Like, she can't give them to Fred and Ethel. Yeah, I want to know. And like, what are so the rooms? They're out three ninety five, but yeah. they are getting new furniture. So, so they really like they just bought three ninety five back of their old furniture. Yeah, or slash like they paid three ninety five for five rooms of furniture. Yes, exactly. So they, like they're really they're fine. Yeah, they, they just yeah. gotta get pay someone to haul all this stuff away. They could give that to Fred yeah. Hassel. Like it's probably uh, nicer. Uh, probably, I bet they do. I bet they do shit like that all the time. They're like, we're sick of this. I bet. Do you, you want, want it? it? There are a lot of questions, like what happens to the new furniture and what happens to the old furniture. But we got like a wrap up, like, oh yay, I won. Everyone's happy. There's hugging. Yeah. Also, Fred like runs in at the last minute. Like, where was he? <laughs> So, what was he doing? Like, he was just, like, in a ball, like, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. <laughs> Breathing into a paper bag. I was when, imagining him in a, in, stacking himself in a, in a, in a re- relaxing tub. I yeah. think it was in the bath. But for real, when Ricky and Lucy open the door to the bedroom, you yeah. can see Fred's head. Oh, really? Because he's waiting for his cue. Ever the professional. I love the, like, I love that the sets are kind of built they have like a backstage area and people have like cues to enter through doors. It's yeah. so like old sitcom-y, you know? Yeah. It's so theatery. Uh-huh. It's so theater. I loved how hollow that wall was when they were like, Ethel, where are you? And the whole room is shaking. <laughs> Her banging it was yeah. so funny. You could even see that it was like a little bit above the floor too. Yeah. <laughs> like it was not flush. You're like, it's fine. No one will notice. It's suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Also back then I'm sure the quality of the television screen was like really fuzzy oh yeah and they're like no one will be analyzing those in 25 years 70 years 70 years I like this episode yeah seal of approval from Alison Warma Sarah do you remember seeing this like earlier than this no so it might have been a new (laughs) no no do you because there are certain ones that stand out to me that like like the chocolate factory the chocolate factory but like my favorite one is when she gets a vase stuck on her head and she's riding the subway. Like, when I was living in New York, it was always a fear of mine. <laughs> <laughs> a very specific fear. It was like, Whoa, she's on that. the subway with Ethel, and they're like, okay, we're going to fix this together. And then Ethel, like, gets off, and she's like, come on, Luce. And, like, Lucy does not get off, and she's just riding it, like, back and forth. Also, yeah. did they do a subway set? I can't They did. Oh yeah, God. I like those later episodes, and I like the ones where they moved to L.A., uh-huh. Um, I also another favorite is the Don Loper dress. One of the jokes is because Lucy's like, I gotta get me a Don Loper dress, and she's like, I don't care if I have to wear the dress inside out. Everyone is gonna see that Don Loper label. <laughs> and then she ends up like having to make her own dress. Oh. Like it's very, it's great, very like celebrity, like keeping up with the Jonesy vibe. That must be after she they moved to LA, right? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, LA will change you. Yeah, we, yes. we all know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have you seen the one where Lucy goes on a cleanse? <laughs> in our go to yoga. Lucy sees a Reiki healer. <laughs> yeah, she does see a psychic. Shit, that's not too yeah. far off. Yeah, yeah. like the yeah. first season they have a seance. True. Yeah. yeah. They are definitely your low key witches. That's one of your theories. Yeah, yeah. one of my yeah. favorite theories. Yeah, I heard that. That's how Ethel uh, wallpapered herself into the closet. She's uh, a witch. That's how she did it in two seconds. Yeah, yeah. she's a witch. Yeah. But wouldn't she have done it well if she could have? <laughs> she's not a good witch. <laughs> she's still working on her skills. <laughs> she's, yeah, so this was fun. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. Hijinks. Yeah. I like home decor. I'm going to contests for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll invite you to them so I get more entries. That's the main takeaway, I think, is we need to enter more contests. I want to win a trip to Cuba. And they also, Me too. They always feel really good about their odds. I feel like they're yeah. always like, I'm going to be on that game show and I'm going to win. And it's like, no, you're not. Well, it's like, it's just you got to believe. 
Right. Maybe that's, that's one of the life lessons. She's visualizing. She's visualizing. She's self-actualizing. She's getting there. Yeah. I think that's all we got. Yeah. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us. Yes. It's been a joy. Did you have a good time? You don't have to lie to us. <laughs> I'm I had a blast. So Sarah, if our people like listening to you, where should they find you? I think my main thing is Instagram. Okay. Yeah. F Sarah EFF. Yeah, she's F-Sara a H. she's a trusted content creator and mm-hmm. Reba McIntyre fan. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us as always on social media if you aren't already, which you should because it's a real good time. There you is. can follow us on Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. On Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. And also you can email us at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. And don't forget about the Facebook, which is facebook.com slash We Love Lucy Podcast. Right, Lucy's 